Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Almost Sophisticated Podcast. My name is Taylor, and I have my lovely co-host, Carmen, here with me. Hey, everybody. And we also have yet another special guest as a part of our entrepreneurship, entrepreneurial, which, what what are we going to call it? The entrepreneurship? Okay. We'll circle back, but it's okay. We are highlighting a mini series. Of, we're, we're highlighting young entrepreneurs um, who we think would be really beneficial for you guys to one, get to know, get some advice from. Um, and if you're interested in anything that they do, we're definitely going to make sure we drop all of their links so you can find ways to connect with them. So without further ado, Carmen, why don't you introduce our first guest? Well, Thanks, Taylor. Today we have Marissa here with us. Marissa is a lifestyle and travel blogger based out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, and her one true passion is travel. And she's on a mission to empower you to make your travel dreams a reality. And so in addition to being a wonderful travel blogger, like if you need any recommendations, tips, tricks, Definitely check out Marissa's Instagram. We're going to link all of that in the bio. And I'm sure Marissa will share that with us during the episode as well. Um, But Marissa also does um, social media strategy and digital marketing. um, And she actually studied marketing in undergrad and got a master's in public relations with a specialization in strategic communications. Wow, I don't think I knew that, Marissa. Look at you. (laughs) Well, thank you, ladies, for having me on the show. I'm so happy to be here. Um, but yeah, I know it's it's kind of one of those low key things. But I did study marketing, and I've been doing it, you know, my whole life, really. Um, starting with social media from like the middle school days, which <laughs> archived all those YouTube videos. But you know, <laughs> it just started as something, and it kind of grew and became my career. So I'm always happy to talk about it, about my passions. And what fun passions they are, girl, because every time you post a trip, I'm like, oh, I need to plan mine out. Marissa's taking advantage of these three-day weekends and going to all these really cute places. Yeah, girl. I got my three-day weekend calendar, always planning a trip. Doesn't matter what weekend it is. Take advantage. No, that was actually, like, really helpful. I saw it when um, on my Instagram page, and I was like, screenshot. Uh, <laughs> when I get my PTO for next year, maybe we will be booked and busy. But thank you so much for um, coming on the show. We are so excited to have you. Yes, for Could sure. You tell us a bit more about like how you got started with traveling, travel blogging, entrepreneurship. Yeah, of course. Um, So I was definitely fortunate enough, you know, to be able to grow up in a household where travel really was a priority. Um, My family and I traveled a lot growing up, and I just feel like it really expanded my worldview and my ability to think critically and be open to other people. So it was something that my family really instilled in me from a young age. Um, But, you know, I would say I always had it kind of in the back of my mind, but never thought, you know, um, about making it my career. So Mm -hmm. fast forward several years to uh, when I'm in grad school and I started my travel blog, the Marissa Daily. 
because I noticed that, you know, a lot of young people and maybe minority travelers thought that travel wasn't for them. They thought, you know, you have to be rich or they didn't see themselves being reflected in like travel marketing and, um, you know, destinations appealing to people who weren't like them or maybe were in a different income bracket. But um, I really wanted to emphasize the message that, you know, it's not just for people who are rich. It's not just for people who look a certain way, uh, people who are in a certain stage in their life. Travel is for everyone. And there are so many different avenues that you can take to to make it accessible for yourself, whether it's starting your travel fund or applying for scholarships or applying for, you know, contests. And there are just so many different ways to to make it a reality, you know, budget friendly trips, even if it's not going to the Maldives, you know, it could be going an hour down the road to a town and spending a night there and, and traveling there. So there's really so many different ways. It's a diverse experience. It doesn't just have to be limited to flying across the globe. There are so many things here at home. So, um, yeah, just from my family and growing up and then ultimately um, starting my travel blog and now working for a tourism organization that I just, you know, fell into kind of through an internship that became a full-time job. So I really... Eat, sleep, and breathe and live it every day. That is awesome. I mean, like, I know, like, Karma said she screenshot. I saved the post. I was like, I'm going to save the whole thing. Because <laughs> when I go into the archive on Instagram and all my little hidden treasures are there, I'm like, yes, what are we going to look at today? So that 2022, <laughs> I need everybody to go to her page and save that post, take your screenshot, whatever you need to do. Because she has the whole 2022 calendar of, like, when the holidays are and how to plug in your three-day weekends for sure. So I look forward to that. Um is there anything in particular that you would say is the most interesting or rewarding aspect of traveling or um, just like or blogging about traveling that whole that whole thing as a whole? Yeah, I would just say like from a, you know, standpoint of just being a traveler, like having those experiences and making those memories that will last your lifetime, you know, like per possessions and items are one thing, but when you die, you can't take that with you, right? You know, nobody says, oh, I wish I bought another Gucci bag, like, before I am on my deathbed, you know? Like, people say, I wish I spent more time learning about people, learning about things, spending time with family, making memories. Like, that's what's really important in this life. So I would say, just from a traveler standpoint, that's rewarding, is, like, knowing, like, no matter what, nobody can take these memories from me, no matter what happens. Um, and then, well, I mean, your memory kind of dwindles down as you get older. So I take pictures too, but you know, like that's, that's my point is having those experiences and just from a blogging standpoint, um, being able to help people make those experiences. When somebody texts me and says, Hey, you know, like I went to Memphis cause I saw you go there or, Hey, I went to Colorado for my birthday cause I saw you went there. Um, and just knowing like I had a hand in making someone, um, or not making, but helping someone, come to terms with making a, a memory that they will last them forever, that they'll tell their kids about and tell everybody about. That's so cool. It's like, wow. Like, I feel like maybe something that will be memorable for you. Like I had a part in helping inspire you to make that memory. And that's really rewarding in itself. And I mean, to share an example, um, I was, I really wanted to go to the pumpkin patch in the fall. I mean, who doesn't want to go to the pumpkin patch in the fall? <laughs> and so I told my friends I'd do the research to figure out which one we were going to go to. But you know, that undiagnosed ADHD kicked in. And the night before, I was like, where are we going? And I was like, oh, I'm the one supposed to be telling them where we're going. <laughs> so I tried to Google search. I was like, the 
this is all in Maryland. I'm not, it's like, where's Marissa? And so I went right on her Instagram page. I said, I saw the post. I scrolled and I said, I knew she had like a list of places because I thought when it originally came out, I was like, mental note, I'm coming back to this. And I remembered my mental note the night before our pumpkin patch visit so I could send it to my friends. And I was like, wow, amazing. Like, thanks, Marissa. And now I have super cute sunflower pictures as like my profile pictures for all my social media. So. I mean, really shout out Marissa. No, I love that. Like, thank you for sharing that with me. That's exactly what, you know, like why I do what I do. Social media is very, you know, it can be taxing. It can be exhausting. It can, you can feel unfulfilled sometimes, but like when people say those things, like that's what really helps me remember like why I do the things that I do and keeps me going even with my three other jobs or whatever, you know? So that's really what it's about. My hat goes off to you because all all the hats you're wearing, I'm like, man, where where does she? I'm always curious as to like when I see one of your posts come up and it's like a gorgeous post, like the colors are just so like um, bright and they just I don't know. I'm like, where does she find the time? Because I'm just like, I don't. I wish I had the time. Like you make it look so effortless. I'm sure there's a whole lot that we don't see that goes into like researching all of these places and all this stuff to do. And I'm just thankful that you have the time to do it because I don't. So for people. <laughs> You definitely make it 10 times easier because I know I'm like, if I don't know what to do or we're like, sometimes maybe just talk about a weekend getaway. I'm like, mm, well, let's see what Marissa has talked about because I know off the top of my head, I don't know what, what there is to do and where to go. Like, not even close. So you're definitely my go-to for that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, travel can get really hard to plan, but that's my goal is if I can just help y'all or anyone like plan something, you know, to, to treat yourself to a getaway. That's important. For sure, for sure. Um, so speaking of like the industry, how hard would you say it is to branch into traveling or travel blogging or um, like even like when some of the websites or uh, platforms that you might use to just research like what there is to do and, you know, what the deals are, how, how difficult would you say it is to get into that? I would say from like a two prong standpoint, like from from the side of like travel blogging, um, I think that you have to actually, you know, really have a passion for it. Like I said, you can sometimes feel unfulfilled or feel like, you know, you're trying out things and people aren't seeing it and nobody's acknowledging it and nobody's hearing you, but you just have to be able to like find your own unique voice and figure out what makes you different than other people who are doing the same thing. So travel blogging is really, it's, it's a journey. It's one of those things that you have to have patience to do. You know, I think a lot of people have an impression that you just go take pretty pictures and post them and then you're done. But like, that's not mm-hmm. at all the reality of it. You know, you're going, you're traveling, you're planning your itinerary, planning your photos, making sure you're showing up at the right time, showing up for the lighting. You have to know you know, their rules on taking photos, how you want to edit it, what you want to say, because the photos are important, but the information you're providing people is just as important. Um, And, you know, there's, I mean, learn search engine optimization, so your blog gets views and figuring out different social media trends and staying on top of everything. So it really isn't, it's like, oh, I'm going to show up, take a picture and post it. It's a lot more than that. But, um, you know, that's on that end. Like travel blogging it doesn't have a lot of barrier to entry. Anyone can start. You can write a review on, you know, the hotel you stayed at for two nights and, and just get into the, the travel blogging uh, hobby. But it can be more difficult to start making, you know, it a little bit more of a of a hustle. 
um, or of a side, you know, gig rather. Um, in terms of traveling, though, I feel like traveling is not something that I would consider difficult. It's just about how you approach it. If you think you have to travel across the world every time, you know, that's going to be a little bit more difficult, a little more expensive, a little less, a little more time consuming. But um, I feel like if you can open your eyes to see every experience as a travel experience, when I feel when I go up to D.C., which is 30 minutes away for a day, and I pretend like I'm a tourist and go to all the museums and stuff, to me, that's that's part of my travel experience is getting to go away, you know, or if I go, you know, an hour away for a weekend getaway, to me, that's a part of my travel experience. So I feel like having a fresh set of eyes for things and being able to, to relish in all of the experiences, no matter how close or how far, um, then you can feel like you're traveling, even if you're just down the road. Definitely. <clears throat> and I think that's like so important, especially still with like COVID going on. I remember like there was a big like resurgence of, oh, how do you like travel or, or make it seem like travel with places in your immediate area for a wanting to get outside and be just like I miss going places and so really when you do put on that fresh perspective um I know yeah growing up in the DC area taking advantage of having DC literally right there it's like oh whatever like I'll go to the museum at some point because it's down the street <laughs> but like actually go do it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, that, and that's what I tell people. I'm like, look, there's a wealth of things to do up there. I know we all live 30 minutes outside of it, most of us, but, um, you know, I mean, you can't experience everything there. I've been here for 13 years and there's still things I haven't seen. Exactly. So. And definitely take advantage of it while you have it, because here I am in little old Shreveport, Louisiana, wishing that I had <laughs> done a better job of exploring. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I maybe I should message Marissa and be like, so do you have a Louisiana one coming? <laughs> there is literally nothing. And I mean, I there there is there there's things here for sure, but it's just it's on a much smaller scale. Whereas like you know, like mm-hmm. DC was such a it's 30 minutes away. I'll, I'll go one day, but like, I never really got her. I did a couple of things, but not nearly to what I had the opportunity to do compared to now. I'm like, there's probably like two or three things and that's about it. <laughs> so it's like going to Dallas or going to Houston, which isn't far, but it's just like in my immediate area, there's not like a whole lot going on. So I should have done a better job, but it's okay. I'm still, I'm still hoping. It's okay, sis, just move love. back. And then like, come back and visit. Yes, come back and And I'm still praying that we can get a Louisiana one somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> well, I was actually wondering, um, when you first, like, started out, did you have any, like, doubts or, like, anxiety about starting or anything? And if so, like, how did you uh, overcome any of that? Yeah, um, definitely. Like, I feel like even in the very, very beginning, like taking it all the way back to like middle school, like baby fat razor days, like (laughs) thinking about when I was like first starting as a creator, which is weird to say out loud, but like I do genuinely feel like my creator journey started like in middle school when I was just making my own YouTube channels and learning how to record things and learning how to edit videos and take pictures and self time and do all those things that I was doing, you know, far before even the term creator became a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like when I first started all of that, I kept it a secret from everyone. Nobody knew I was doing any of it. Um, I didn't want people to know. I thought it was embarrassing. Like I thought, you know what I was doing? Like I didn't want to be judged for it. So I always felt like, you know, 
and even in college, when I had my own YouTube channel, I was doing more, more of that like during college, but I would do more like fashion related stuff. And I try to keep it a secret from everyone, even though I know there are plenty of people who found it behind my back, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> so, um, but it's funny because now like laugh in their face because this has become like a real thing for me, like a real career and it has a lot of potential to take me different places. But yeah, at first I was like, gosh, like. I don't want people to think like, who does she think she is like posting about this or who does she think she is? Like, what does she think she has to share that other people don't and let that kind of um, creep into my own perspective. But at a certain point, I just had to say, you know, whatever and, and do it anyway. And it really became, you know, something important. So that's kind of what I was touching on earlier is like, know your unique story and your unique voice and your unique experiences. Nobody else in this world has the eyes that you have. Nobody else in this world sees things through your same lens and has the exact same perspective as you. So you have something unique to offer. And and I kind of just had to come to that realization myself. Yeah. Oh, wow. I love that. And I feel like that kind of even leads to our, our last question, which was like any advice that you have or suggestions for others who are either um, looking to get into travel, which we kind of touched on that, or just even just going into business for themselves as far as like believing in themselves or kind of like sticking it out when it gets tough. Cause I think, I was. I feel like when COVID happened, there was a, a big emergence of like young entrepreneurs, um, young mm-hmm. black entrepreneurs specifically, and I think there are some people who maybe haven't. Ha- maybe they haven't found their exact path of what it is they want to do, but they definitely know like there's more value into like going into business for yourself and doing more of what you want than just hitting the clock every day nine to five Monday through Friday, right? So some people just don't know how to get started. Some people. Um, are maybe trapped in their own mindset of like, okay, that looks great for them, but it would never be me, for, you know, or whatever. So do you have any suggestions or tips for people um, as far as, you know, just how to get started and just stick it out? Yeah, um, I think there are three things I would say. Um, the first one is remembering your why. I feel like, I mean, it sounds cliche, yeah, but like it's true. Um, it's that thing that brings you back to the reason that you do what you do. For me, I know, like I said, like allowing or helping people make memories and like helping inspire people who look like me or maybe young or, you know, my minorities, like um, in whatever sense, like helping them make memories is like my why. And whenever I'm feeling burnt out and whenever I'm feeling like I want to quit, which has been a lot, to be honest, you know, that's the thing that brings me back to my center is this is your why and you're you're doing it. So just keep pushing. Um, so that's important. The second one I would say is that if it is like social media related or you're looking to like blog or do any of those things that you have to remember to look at things from other people's perspective in a way of like, why should anyone care about this? And there are a few different things. You should be inspiring people, entertaining people, or somehow establishing your credibility by providing unique information to them that comes from you, your perspective, or your experiences. And those are the different types of things that actually strike a chord with people and make them want to listen. And and studying that art is really important. And then third, I would say have fun. Like I said, I mean, that sounds cliche too, but like sometimes I'm like, wow, like I'm having the time of my life, like taking pictures and videos and stuff. It's hard work, but it's like when, when the final product comes out, like that is the coolest feeling. And if you're doing what you're doing and you're not having fun, it's not sustainable. That's how you're going to burn yourself out because you're not enjoying yourself. 
And, um, you know, if it's not, if it's not something that makes you smile, you're probably going to end up diving into a path that might take you into an unhappy place. So I say, you know, find your passion and follow it and, and have fun. And those are really my three biggest things, I think. Yeah. That's good. I agree. I mean, I think too, like being your, just being authentic. Like I think too, I feel like there's so many people, or I'll say it's easy to get caught up in this Instagram look or this you know you have to be made up and everything has to be this one filter because I can't be seen without lashes right like I don't I don't know I mean at least for me I think just it's okay at being a, a person like who makes mistakes you might stutter over a word or I don't know you know like it's okay just to be human I think I would like to see more of that on Instagram um and I feel like there are definitely creatives who are getting more towards that 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 I guess idea of like it doesn't always have to be this made up persona you know like just be right. a real person because <laughs> I feel like that and goes that's a long way. Exactly. And it's like when people look at you and when they follow you, when they look at your content, how do you want to make them feel? Mm-hmm. Do you want to make them feel like you're this unattainable standard that they can't personally relate to? And then do you want to make them feel bad every time they see your post come across the feed because they wish they could be like you and they wish they could do the things you do and they wish that their house looked perfect. The mommy blogger whose house always looks perfect. I wish I was like her. Or do you want to make people feel good knowing like I'm not alone when I go to a restaurant and the food is terrible. I'm not always going to show up to the best places. Maybe I showed up to the customs and I didn't have a visa and I messed up. You know, stuff happens like you can't pretend like everything's perfect. And that's what resonates with people is knowing like, okay, this person who I look up to or admire what they do, like they're also going through some stuff or they've also encountered, you know, mistakes. Right. It's real. It's real life, you know. So that's definitely a good point. For sure. Yeah, no, I really appreciate you bringing that up because sometimes I know I'll look and be like, but are people actually happy in these posts? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Marissa, I see you and you're always like, have this big smile. And yeah, the I don't know if you patented that filter that you use on all your photos. But I'm like, <laughs> it's such an aesthetic. I'm like, uh, they, like, I was looking at one earlier today. And I was just like, I can't even like put my finger on it. But I just chef's kiss. But <laughs> I'm like, I love seeing, especially black women, women of color, like out here doing what they love and winning and it being like authentic and they're able to share that with others. So like, keep doing you. I just cheers all around. And thank you again so much for being on the show. Um, Would you like to tell the people where they can find you? Of course. Yeah. So um, most actively, you can find me on Instagram at Marissa Daily, Marissa period daily, one R, two S's daily, like every day. Um, that's where you can mostly find me. And then I have my blog, themarissadaily.com, where you can find more long form content like blogs and weekend guides, destination guides, um, and really like deep dive into different destinations. So those are my two biggest platforms. I just want to add real quick, because me and BJ always talk about this, and I don't, I guess maybe it's travel related, maybe not, but have you ever sat back and wondered how many, like, random people's photos you're in the background of? Yes. Like, like, like anytime, 
anytime we're traveling and it's like a tourist area and you know people are taking pictures and I'm just like I wonder how many times have I been in the background of somebody else's photo and I don't even know it like I'm I'm sitting in people's funny yeah, like- it's so funny because the same well my boyfriend and i were in new york this past weekend and um we were like next to this ice skating rink and a lady was taking a selfie and i saw that i was kind of like in the background so i like fast walked so i could get out of it but he wasn't paying attention so he like came over to me and was like i know like for a fact that i am in that lady's photo like, <laughs> and it, it's funnier though because google photos has a facial recognition system where it like pulls your face and it'll ask like, is it this person? So like you could just be in somebody's like gallery of people and Google's like, who is this? Oh my God. <laughs> just imagine like, are you sitting? How many photo albums could I be potentially sitting in? People like you know like. Am I, sitting, like, I actually saw table? a crazy story. This couple they got married or like they were dating and they were like looking at old pictures, like showing each other, you know, pictures of life when they were younger, and they're like, wait. I'm in the background. That's me in the back of your photo. See, <laughs> and like they were, their families were vacationing like at the same place at the same time. And <laughs> it's a real thing. I'm. T- I've always been like, dang. I wonder if I'm just sitting on somebody's like desk at work, like just in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dang, I wish I knew how to move her out the picture. Like, she had to be in the back of my photo. I'm just back there minding my business. But I just, I'm always curious about that. Like, I just, I, it's a really interesting concept because people are always taking yeah. pictures. Yes. And now I'm wondering, I'm like, okay, and what did my face look like? Like, was I biting into a corn dog? Or was I like, cute? Right. 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 Like, was it cold? And I'm off to the side trying to blow my nose. Like, not cute at all. Like, like I'm just always curious. oh man well this was great i thank you again for joining us and giving us great insight to what it is that you do and how anyone who's interested can get started and where they can find you again i highly recommend y'all at carmen like she said the filter alone go look at the pictures colors by themselves will keep you on the page but the captions definitely are filled with tons of insight and great information and resources so i encourage you all to um seek out her page and her blog and we thank you again for joining us thank you for having me no problem you're welcome anytime for we'll definitely link um marissa's instagram and her blog below in the caption so look for that okay (laughs) all right and we are back with our um segments we are gonna do recommendations we haven't done recommendations in a while it's been a minute it's been a little bit it's been a little bit. Um, and this episode will air on the 27th of November, which is actually my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, girl. Sad season. Yes. Yes. Um, I will be, um, I'll say it because I mean, it's whatever. I'll be 26. Yikes. Because it's on the downward hill to 30 and I'm scared. No, but... 30 is young, babes. It's is the new it? 25. It's the new 25. Oh. Especially with the pandemic. Baby. Okay. <laughs> Them two years don't count, okay? So 30 is the new 25. Not they don't count, okay? They don't count, okay. they don't count, they don't count. Okay. I'm I'm okay. gonna be 25 um, in December, so. Okay. Ooh, okay. Ooh. So, <laughs> with that being said, um, let's, so it's gonna drop on the 27th, um, and we will have just missed Thanksgiving, but we got Christmas coming up. So I feel like maybe we should do some Christmas recommendations. Yes. I'm with it. Because, I mean, y'all be trying to pay, bypass us Thanksgiving birthdays anyway and jump right to Christmas after Halloween. So I feel like at this point. I mean, if you don't already have your tree up, that is. Because 
We have friends. Y'all listen to Brianna. She um she started celebrating Christmas the day after Halloween. So I know she ain't the only one out there. No, but for those not. of you okay. who don't, who are respectful of all of the holidays, yes. you know, we have a few recommendations. Yes. Okay. So um, as far as now I'm, t- I'm talking all this noise, but I did start putting on my Christmas decorations inside. I don't have a tree up yet. I'm putting the tree up like... tonight. <clears throat> okay. So it's okay, (laughs) but it's inside, you know, it's inside. They don't know what's going on. We waited till like the middle to the end of November. So I feel like that's fair. Like it wasn't up up like November 1st. So we, I did start getting some decorations for the inside. Um, Hobby Lobby has super sale. Everything was 50% off. I thought I was going to go in there and spend $350 and that was not including the tree. And I spent 180 bucks. I was like, Oh, deal. Okay. Well, might have to excuse all my racism for a little <laughs> holiday cheer. <laughs> if you don't mind a little racism with your discounts, then you might be listening. It's mostly American. Well, <laughs> we ain't stop. We ain't stop with Chick Fil A, so we're not gonna listen. listen. I only go to Hobby Lobby for the discounts, okay? For the for the you know seasonal decor, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. not during most of the year, okay? And this is our first year in our new home, so. Gotta make Forgive it cute, me. you know. Got the baby, the baby and the puppy's first Christmas in yes. the new house. Yes, yes, yes. So mm-hmm. yes. So Hobby Lobby has really good um Christmas decorations and a really good discount too. Um I got maybe I can I'll share this on my story at some point. I t- I try to share like when I decorate and like change stuff up. So look for that on my Instagram. Um for those of you that follow me, for those of you that don't, I can give it to you right now. It's at naturally.she.dope with two E's on the end. So look for my stories. I'll be updating them once I finalize my decorations. And you can see and I'll tag where I got everything from. Um, What else? I also went to Big Lots and got some stuff, mm. um, which was nice. Um, I haven't been there in a minute. In, I know, right? I always forget about Big Lots. I don't know why. But they have a lot of good, like, outside decorations, too. Like, yard stuff. Like, and light up yard And that's what I don't stuff. have a lot of. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm not a big blow-up yard no. decoration. That's not really my my, my style. No. But they do have a lot of those there, too, if that's what you like. So, um, yeah. I definitely recommend those. Also, home goods. All the usuals. You know, home you goods. You know. Uh, TJ Maxx. I found a, a, a little black Santa. Well, he's actually not that little. Um, He's probably about two feet um a black santa claus um so i had to pick that up immediately because didn't know when i'd see one of those again but i know target has the wrapping paper with black santa now i I scooped it up they have a mrs a black mrs claus a black santa um and actually because we love target they actually had like a section of where they highlighted like black curators who Mm. you know designed and came up with different patterns and you know things like that for the holiday season so i thought that was cool because they were highlighting the black creatives who actually designed this stuff. yeah love that i haven't been to target in a minute either because you know well like most people when you go in target i go for one thing and i come out with everything but that one thing so i i try to stay away but i may have to you know check it out What I didn't know was how much Christmas trees cost. Oh I don't my know God. what I thought, but it's it's really like an investment. Are you like, doing was... a live Christmas tree or? Oh, absolutely not. I'm going to do a <laughs> fake tree. <laughs> well, 
I loved doing picking up live trees with my dad every year growing up. I did it growing up, but I also understand why my grandma was like, mm, nah, here yeah. we go again. Them pine needles everywhere. Listen. Mom, okay. yeah. Mom was uh-huh. there with a broom. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to do a, a fake tree, but I really wanted like the frosted look mm-hmm. on the tree. Didn't understand that those cost more. Also, huge price difference if your tree is already pre-lit. Yep, if it's pre-lit, if you want it a decent size, if you don't want it five-foot tree. Right. And then also, like, some of them are more full than others, right? Like, yep. some of them are more scarce. In well, you got to the fluff them out, too, because, like, the way they put it in the that store, box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes the stores don't always fluff them out, but then sometimes I feel like they overfluff the ones that are high priced because they know like you're gonna look and be like, mm, "This one's more full." And then the ones that are like, "Not." You know as... who be having the sales at home? That's where I got my tree yes. from last year. Um, yes, at home has good sales too. For yes, Absolutely. like the Christmas trees and de- decorations. I think I got my bulb, the the bulbs from there too because they have mm-hmm. like yep. uh, color schemes already. So you know, I had me a little pink and green tree. I won. Um, my chapter's best dressed uh, Christmas tree decoration last year. Okay. Well, listen, <laughs> if y'all need the decorations, these are great places. Um, I don't know if there's a Kirkland's where you all are, like whoever's listening, where you live, if there's a Kirkland's. I feel like most of the ones I knew closed, but apparently they're not closed as a franchise because there's one in Shreveport. So wow. Kirkland's <laughs> was like, Kirkland's was like the at home before at home was at home. You know, like but if they anybody, just seem more expensive to me. They yes, they are pricier, but I feel like they were they were at home before at home. Like they were like Hobby Lobby before Hobby Lobby. Well, that just, just means the they didn't do a good job with the marketing scheme or yeah. when these competitions came out because because yeah. um, they pricey. They yeah, pricey. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's the difference. Um, but yeah. Those are great places to go get some decorations. So we said TJ Maxx, Home Goods, at home, um, at home, Hobby Lobby, Kirkland's if 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 you got the budget for it. Even Target because Target has the Chip and Joanna Gaines section. Y'all know I love me some Yikity-yikes. Chip and Joanna Gaines. I, oof. I like the show. I don't need none of the extra stuff now. Girl, if you, if you like the show, you you have to like the decor. You have to go in Target. I don't and go to the though. I don't. I don't. Oh it's God. barn. It's barn. It's giving. It's barn. <laughs> it's giving. Mm, I'm okay. It's giving. <laughs> I'm good. Not its farmhouse. It's barn. It's <laughs> barn. Okay. Why'd you put a plank of wood in the middle of my ceiling? That... Oh my. <laughs> what is it supposed to do? I mean, it's a beam. It's a beam, Carmen. Okay, you can't balance upside down. So, what is it doing on the middle of my oh. ceiling? <laughs> it's unfinished. Like, what? What are we doing it's, here? It's rustic. You know, it's okay. <laughs> you don't have appreciation for the farm, <laughs> for the barn house style. I'm. It's beautiful, the way, Taylor. This, I... Those who love farm house. <laughs> The barn house, the shade of it all. It's not even clear. <laughs> Don't people want to have little barn house weddings? It's cute. It's cute. <clears throat> I'm not a barn house wedding girl. It wasn't for me. Oh, uh, no, it was not. So we had a great time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah as you, my wedding was, was, was nice and elegant. It was mine. I really wanted her to get married again, y'all. I mean, I do too, just on somebody else's dime. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. But yeah, um, but anyway, it, I, I like. 
to be fair, I'm not even a full barn house, farmhouse girl. I'm kind of a more modern, contemporary barn house, you know? I like, mean, I understand. Some of it is cute, rustic, whatever, you know? I like hints of it. I don't like my whole house to be... I do kind of like them sliding barn doors. Like, those oh, make think... me go, ooh. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. is it necessary? For me, it's, okay. it's a no, but that's, but that's for me. It's okay. It's okay. Listen, I'm not offended. It's just, I was not ready to hear bars. <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay. Me... What else are we recommending? I think that's all I have for recommendations. Yeah. I do have a recipe for the people. Okay. It's been a minute. Um, I know we're going to miss Thanksgiving, but this is still good for pretty much any holiday. Um, and don't fight me because I know how you girls like to tussle. It is a cranberry sauce. I know there are mixed feelings. I was anti-cranberry sauce until I was forced to make this recipe. And I, ooh, my not church, church finger. finger. I'm holding up my church finger. It's a confessional. Well, I just, I'm curious. Is, are we talking about the cranberry sauce with the live cranberries? The actual factual cranberries? Not the live or are we cranberries. About, <laughs> are we talking about the jelly? Like, So this, the homemade one is with the real cranberry berry. Okay. So Taylor's face is, um, is concerning. Um, <laughs> it is not instilling confidence and that's okay because I was there. And then I found the light. And so it's a very simple recipe. It is only three ingredients. Um, <laughs> so you need a cup of sugar. Okay. A cup of orange juice. And a regular size bag of cranberries. Like No cinnamon, no brown sugar. You, don't no... gotta, you can add that extra stuff up in there if you want to. That's your recipe. This is the base. This is... And I, I like it with just those three ingredients because that's okay. all I have to remember. Um, so my question for the people, sorry. No, go ahead. What do y'all have against the cran the canned cranberry? Why is it like that? To nobody. You said, why is it like that? Girl, the ridges tell you exactly where to cut the slices. That way the slices are even. So everybody gets a good amount on their plate, okay? That's not a good you amount. Get... It belongs yeah. in the trash. In the garbage. Okay. First is barn, and now we're going to hate <laughs> Kid cranberry sauce is not it. It's gelatinous. It's like a jello. It's like a thicker jello in a can. And I'm just, it's a no for you know, me. You're right. I think I think I'm just holding on to the childhood in me. Like that's that's all I knew was the can. I'm not I'm not even closed off to this newer, more modern, up to date version of cranberry sauce with the live actual factual cranberries. Mm -hmm. I just feel like my childhood, like the twelve year old little girl in me is holding on to that can with the ridges so I know exactly. And it's time to let it go. It's okay. You can let go. It's safe. Mm -hmm. It's a safe space. You can let it go. <laughs> and well, y'all please uh, I ain't even tell you how to make it. So you gotta um put the orange juice in a in a pot <clears throat> and dissolve the sugar into it. And when you add your cranberries, you want to heat heat it up till they start popping. And they will, like, make popping sounds. And, like, you'll see them actually start to open up. And just stirring it until it gets to, like, um, I'd say two-thirds of them are popped. 
and it might be a little liquidy but you can turn the heat off and then just put it in a container that can go in the fridge so it can chill and badang bada bow like put that with your turkey put that with your dressing not stuffing but your dressing cornbread yes. dressing from scratch yes. not jiffy oh don't do that don't do that see and this is why you do a you jiffy you do jiffy stuffing dressing. First of all, let me tell you something I love I a good attacked. jiffy. Don't get me wrong, but I not for the stuffing between the barn and the, can the, and the jiffy. Every I, I'm on the chopping block this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Let me tell you something. I my grandmother has made a jiffy cornbread dressing since I since before I was okay. Ever. Honestly, sis, I want to try it. I'm not opposed to trying it. I'm not. All I'm saying, I'm not. Listen, everybody has their own take on dressing. Some of y'all use the box. God bless you. All I'm saying is, is that. When I made my dressing, and BJ does not, he's not even a dressing person. Like, he's, it's really not his, his preference. Mm -hmm. When I made it for him, he said, now, this is good dressing. Tell me. Okay. Now, I'm, could we get a non-biased person? Oh, my. Okay. You know what? I'm just I'm, saying, like, he's your whole. Yeah. He got to okay. say it's good. No offense. I'm, I know I'm it was delicious. He don't like, he don't like dressing. Okay. Like, and, but he like you. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, I like I said, I'm willing to try it. Um, and let's okay. let's just not forget how I was on the chopping block in our whole line group chat talking about my one cheese mac and cheese. Yeah, that's not mac and cheese. I have updated my recipe, but for the family recipe, they don't want no updates. So, okay. All I'm, my and my last recommendation for the people is. Please, if you are trying a new recipe, do it before Thanksgiving. Or before I did Christmas. it on Thanksgiving. It was, a it was delicious. It was delicious because I don't mess up food, but yeah, if, were if people you're, upset? Eh. There was, if it was a small not, gathering. If you're not smooth in the kitchen, if, if you're new to this or you're not true to this, it's okay because I've, I've been there, okay? All I, my recommendation, this is the most important one of, out of everything we've said, scratch the decorations. If you are going to be bringing a dish, please do a trial run days before the actual event. So Thanksgiving, by the, by the time this airs, Thanksgiving has already passed, but you have a month before Christmas. Please don't be trying it on the day of and then trying to put it in the pan and you don't even know if, it, if it's right. You got to practice if you don't know. If you if you know your recipe and you good, great. But if this is your first time, like, and this, but it's cranberry sauce. If I try the cranberry sauce, I'm going I'm to try it a couple weeks before. I ain't going to try it on Christmas Day. You know what I mean? But like, what do you have to lose? You, you still got your can with that one, okay? So I, I feel... Like, that's a little different. But you should try that's it in advance. Go ahead. Try it with your Thanksgiving leftovers. Because you know you're about to be eating a turkey for a good few days. I don't want to even talk about it. It's too many days. It's actually not. You got you, you to turn around and eat it for Christmas. You're right. But actually, I look forward to it. Because I don't need turkey and ham. Like, I, the only time you'll see me eat ham is during the holidays. And okay. only for breakfast. Um, I'm going to ask this. And I'm, we're going to end the episode because I don't want to get too long. Turkey or ham? Which one is better? Turkey. Mm, well, what kind of ham? <laughs> is it honey baked? <laughs> is there a glaze? Does it have a little pineapple on the top? <laughs> a little cherry. It's a little cherry. <laughs> I, you know, I, I really feel like I think ham is more flavorful. Because I feel like no matter how well you season a turkey, I'm not going to say how, because I've tasted some very tasty turkeys. But I feel like turkey has <laughs> the ability to be drier 
sometimes, you know? Um, you got to repost that burnt turkey. Girl, BJ is really hoping I don't. <laughs> I, I purposely, purposely have not brought it up yet this year because I'm like, I'm trying to move past it. But <laughs> every time we talk about like getting together with our friends, I always go back to that dang old turkey. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you did a number on that turkey. Like, not even that apart, the whole entire bird gave its life. Be a crisp. The crispiness. <laughs> To charcoal. That's <laughs> oh yeah, that was a good one. that was such a good one. Mm. Like yes. if you if you saw what happened to the dinosaurs after that asteroid, uh, <laughs> that's it. That's, that's the turkey. <laughs> Lord, let's wrap this up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, you're fine. Cause I could keep going. I'm I'm just like let let's let's wrap this up for the. I hope y'all have enjoyed this episode with our guest, Marissa. She is, again, a great, great resource for all things travel. And then I hope you love our recommendations. Check out those places as far as your decor. Also, follow the tips about whatever food item you're going to bring for the next holiday. And, and let us and- know Let us know if you make the cranberry sauce or if you prefer the can. Let us know if you prefer turkey or ham. You know, we're going to, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a this or that in the story. Ooh, we haven't done one of those in a while. Yes, let's, I'm going to do it like a this or that, like holiday slash, yeah, we'll do holiday, I'll do one for Thanksgiving, I'll do one for Christmas too, but yeah, I think it'll be, and I might even just do like a random holiday one, like a decor one, you mm. know, like. Barn so house, yeah, I mean. Um... Okay, you know what, bye y'all, because Carmen will not let me live. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for another episode, <laughs> see you later. Bye.